Bonjour. Welcome to the Cognac Expert Calendar podcast, hosted by Taylor. Today, I'm very pleased to be here with Jean-Philippe de Bac Gabrielsen. How are you doing, Jean-Philippe? I'm fine, thank you. Of course, uh, a little bit excited by the distillation starting next week. So I'm very pleased to taste the first Eau de Vie from that vintage. Very busy time. Very, very busy, but uh, exciting. So can you tell our listeners who you are and what do you do? I'm a master blender for the company Bacco Gabrielsen. We used to say Bach in French and Bacco in Norway because the family is originally from Norway, but still there in Cognac since four generations. So I'm master blender, so I take care of the young eau de vie distilled by our vine growers distillers and we age those eau de vie and we blend them to create uh, our personal blends. And so what product are we tasting today? Today we are tasting Serenité. Serenité was launched a few years ago to celebrate uh, Christian Bach Gabrielsen anniversary. Serenité, a uh, cognac very quiet and uh, serene. So it was the, the idea to, to create a blend with a lot of elegance, with a high maturity, high complexity. And, and so for our listeners who are already familiar with some of the Bach Gabrielsen cognacs, where does the Serenité fit into the range? It's at the top of the range because those cognac are only Grand Champagne over 30 years old. We have some Grand Champagne from the 50s, the 60s in that blend, and the youngest are from the beginning of the 90s. It's very old. It's on the philosophy of all the range. We want to produce cognac with a very light tannin taste. We want to let the story of the wine growing on your palate. I mean, the aromas first. The wood, the tannin have to be more discreet. They have to be at the service to the floral and fruity flavors uh, we get from the wine. So the Serenité is uh, really a very old cognac with high floral flavors. So you said that the ODV come from the Grand Champagne. And mm -hmm. since you're a master blender, you get to work with ODV from all of the different crew. So in your opinion, what makes the Grand Champagne so special? The Grand Champagne is really the best area for the old cognacs. We used to say the best cognac is the Grand Champagne, then the Petit Champagne, and the Bordery, and so on, so on. I'm not totally agree with that. I mean, the Grand Champagne is really complex after over 10, 20 years aging in oak cask. You know, the fruitness from the firmware for the Bordery are making a very complex, well-balanced cognac after only two, three years. The Grand Champagne can't do that. But over 20 years aging, the Grand Champagne is still fresh. It's still so complex with a fantastic lens. They have to test it's perfect with the Grand Champagne. It's still fresh after 20, 30, 50 years and sometimes 80 years in cask. So that's why I select only Grand Champagne for the cognac over 30 years old. 
So can you explain a little bit how this cognac was made? For example, how many lots was it? How did the blend uh, mm-hmm. build, build itself? Actually, when I make blend, I never use more than five to maximum 20 different cognac. I want to, to make a blend with the personality of each of the cognac using in the blend. I mean, if you make a blend with 50, 100, 200 different cognac, you have a lack of relief of personality. It's more flat, in my opinion, of course. I mean, I want to use only a few different cognac to really appreciate each quality of each of those cognac used for the blend. So in the Serenité, I use about 15 different cognac, mostly 25 to 40 years old, and two, three different cognac over 50 years old to add more maturity and complexity to the blend. I see. And as far as the cellars or the shade that these eau de vie were aging in, what can you say about the cellars at Bach Gabrielsen? Uh, our cellars, most of them are extremely uh, humid. We want really, really humid, maybe sometimes wet cellars to give to the cognac around a smooth taste. I mean, if the cognac age in a dry cellar, you get more uh, direct and a little bit more aggressive uh, attack on the palate. The alcohol is stronger compared to the cognac aging in uh, humid cellars. So most of our cellars are selected for their high humidity. We have some in dry cellar to make some different kind of blends, but most of our range is made of cognac aging in the humid cellars. Yeah. I see. The interest of humid is if you reduce the alcohol attack on the palate, you can much more enjoy the first aromas coming on your palate and growing on your palate. If your first impress is there is alcohol in that blend, you disturb those complex aromas growing on your palate. I see. But what, mm-hmm. a, what about the reduction of the alcohol level? Does it also go faster in a dry cellar? No, actually, there is not more evaporation in dry cellar compared to the humid cellar. We often think it's different with the dry cellar is there are more evaporation compared to humid, actually not. The difference is alcohol strength. If you have a cognac, for example, at 70% of alcohol in a dry cellar, after one year, you lose maybe one, two degrees, but you have approximately the same degrees, but you lose volume, maybe 10 liters in a, in a barrel. If you have that same cognac in a humid cellar, the volume is quite stable, but you lose the strength. You go down to 60%. But regarding pure alcohol, you have the same evaporation. The the dry cellar reduces the volume, but lets the strength at the same level high. And the humid cellar, the strength, alcohol go down, but the volume don't reduce so much. 
And the dried cellar are interesting to produce uh, cognac more on the, it's not really that, but it's like uh, the whiskey style, a little bit more uh, aggressive. I don't like that word, but uh, to explain, uh, if we want to make some blends with a more uh, maybe character, uh, it's very interesting to have some cognac uh, age in the dry cellar. How, for this serenity specifically, what kind of barrels did the eau de vie see throughout the aging process? Ah, actually, the best, very old cognac, uh, Grand Champagne, are aging in uh, bad conditions. I mean, in old barrels only. Because if you start to age the cognac, thinking about the process to make VS or VSOP, you have to age that young eau de vie in new cask to extract a lot of tannins, a lot of vanilla from the, from the wood. But if that cognac stays for 20, 30, 40 years, you concentrate aromas, but you concentrate as well a lot of tannins. And the tannins reduce the complexity of the, and the richness of the floral flavors, the fruitness from the cognac. So all our cognac, very old cognac, have been aged in old, old barrels just to concentrate that original complexity we get from the grapes and from the wine. That's interesting, to concentrate those aromas during the distillation and then concentrate years after years, so 2 to 3% every year, during 20, 30, 50 years, without too much oak flavors. So this Serenité, let's say it's a minimum 30-year-old cognac, how does the reduction take place? Ah, it's a complex part of the, of the blend. Actually, we start to reduce each ingredient in cognac used for the blend. We, we reduce them separately. I mean, if I use a cognac from the next one I'm thinking about for the Serenité, the next blend, will be made with uh, 1985. I'm still starting to reduce the cognac in the barrels. And then in a few months, we will make the blend of different vintage, 85, 63, uh, 92. We will finish the reduction in the big vat when the blend is finished. So it takes between six months to one year to really prepare the blend. The ABV is 40%. It's the traditional ABV because at that 40%, we have enough alcohol to get strong flavors without too much aggressivity. We have some cognac in the range at 55 to let the cognac explode on your palate at those high degrees. I think really 40% is well balanced between alcohol and flavors. So if we move to a, a tasting note, how would you describe the nose of the Serenité? Mm -hmm. And the nose, I feel a very delicate, light flowers as there is some cedar wood, the chevrefeuille in French. We are floral with fresh woods. I mean, eucalyptus or cedar. Yeah. The taste uh, is smooth, of course. That's our goal, to make blends with a lot of roundness, very sweet, really sweet, very easy to drink, to taste, to really enjoy those uh, aromas. Regarding the, the taste, we are to the chocolate, black chocolate, without bitterness. Some pleasant uh, coffees and uh, plums. It's both fresh and old 
taste. It's still fresh, extremely yeah, full of uh, energy without aggressivity, with very old flavors. You can really enjoy the, that elegance after a fantastic meal. My personal pleasure, very good coffee when my cup is empty. I serve one centiliter of serenity in that warm cup. And then there is a blend of the coffee flavors, the rest of the coffee flavors with the serenity. And the serenity is warmed by the, that warm cup. Very, very pleasant. Coffee and cognac is, is perfect. I'm much more uh, fond of cognac coffee compared to cognac chocolate. Uh, with the chocolate, it, it doesn't match always because uh, there are some bitterness in the chocolate mixed with the bitterness of the cognac. It creates too much bitterness on, on my taste. And well, well, this has been great. I think the product is great. And so I thank you, Jean-Philippe, for your time and your explanation yes. of this cognac, this serenité blend. Thank you very much. Bonne fête. Bonne fête. Bonne fête à tous. Thank you for listening to the Cognac Expert Calendar podcast. All bottles of this calendar can be found on cognacexpert.com. Tomorrow is another day, another cognac. Au revoir.